the worst week yet. The least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we get the gang back together for one last job. But it's never really one last job, is it? You stare at yourself in the mirror thinking, this week will surely be the worst week of all. And then seven days later, you're confronted with the reality that below every rock bottom is just another trap door. And you find yourself unable to resist the temptation. So you fall further and further into the depths of the hell in which you have created. Also, 9-11 jokes. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary. And I'm joined once again by my longtime friend, most times co-host, Dee Dee Rose Deanna. What's up? Are we at a poetry reading? Did you ask <laughs> Did you ask Rupi Carr to write that fucking <laughs> intro? Boobs, he said. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why was that so deep? What's happening? I don't know. I just, I sat down this morning at the computer and I was like, I got to get some shit out. <laughs> <laughs> you saying get the gang back together for one last job reminds me of the time that my friend and I were running food to a table in the restaurant together. And I approached the table and got stuck between trying to say, um, that I ran out of hands and that it that she was walking behind me with the rest of the food because it wasn't a one-man job. And what I said to the customers was, I ran out of hand jobs. Uh, <laughs> in this economy? God damn. Katie will be coming with your fajita in just a second. I ran out of hand jobs. <laughs> Luckily, though, you know, we don't have to do hand jobs alone. We do have another friend on board today. Hell yeah. Back <laughs> by popular demand. The people asked for it and you know what we delivered and when i say people i don't i think it was one person it might have been two but hey you know what one of them definitely was my mom <laughs> we aim to please welcome back to the show bria badu hello bria hi Hello, hello, and hello to the two people that actually like me that asked me to come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know we're we aim, we we want to deliver the goods you know yeah <laughs> yeah Listen, it's not delivery. It's debria. I feel that. Ooh. Ooh. Hell yeah, dude. That was nice. It's not delivery. It's Deanna. Oh. Ooh. It's not delivery. As long as it's not DiGiorno. That shit's disgusting. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's Dick's appointment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. You know what? Last time I was here, I was trying to like beat Andrew to the punch. And then he was like, oh, my feelings. And so I'm not going to say shit this time. <laughs> no, say, say all the shit you need. Uh, Hell no. I'm here for it. Earlier this week, I told Andrew that I was sorry that I'm mean to him all the time because like, I just want to be mean <laughs> to men. And then I told him that I was going to try to do that less. And then I had like seven bad interactions involving men. And so I apologize in advance because I am not going to be able to not be mean to you. <laughs> I just Also, you said like, I'm going to try not to be mean to you. And I was like, uh, why? <laughs> 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 because uh we are friends and i care about you and like life is hard and nobody needs their friends saying mean stuff to them but like see i don't mind it but i will say that <laughs> being uh Deanna and i were at the comedy festival in alaska and us doing that in front of other people who like aren't aren't familiar with the way we interact like people were like like uh we were hanging out with david boy like <laughs> Like Deanna said something to me and he and David was just like, why do you, why do you let her talk to you like that? Like, I was like, sir, I, I uh, request her to talk to you like that. Like, 
People in Alaska are so sweet, considering they didn't put me in their festival. But they're so nice. <laughs> well, David's from Colorado, so that's why. Oh, he's that's nice. why. Well, that, that's, he lives okay. in Colorado. Rather, he's not from there, but he lives there. So that that's why he's nice. Yeah, weed people are usually way chill and super nice. And like when you're in the weed clouds in Colorado, which I have been for a very brief time, is only a couple of days. You come back down, and you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> they're people. so mean. There are people down here and they're not being nice. People talk all the time about how chill it is to come to our salon. They're like, we just love coming here. The vibe is so relaxed, blah, blah, blah. And my salon owner and I would just be looking across the room at each other like, everybody in this bitch is high as fuck. That's what's happening. It's the weed. It helps. It's the weed, right. Whether you're, whether you're on the indica wall or the sativa wall of the room, either way, everyone's high as shit. Uh, so. Speaking of high as shit, how was, how was Yen's 420? <laughs> That happened, nice. that happened this week. That happened this week. I don't I, remember how to do the show. I took a week off. I'm falling apart. Listen. I did not 420 this year. It was very sad. Oh I 420 gosh. every day. Yeah. It's, I have not 420 in like over a week because I've been like living my best broke girl life out here. Oh, um, oh my God. And so listeners, I was also like hit, mad depressed. Listeners, hit Bria's cash app. She, get this girl high. It's never yes, not. Please. It's never not 420. It's never not 911. These... <laughs> <laughs> These things are eternal. They're eternal. I, Bria, saw, I saw a tweet that said 420 is like Thanksgiving for people who eat turkey every day. <laughs> Look, I won't take this slander, okay? I said that I was, turkey is gross. I said that I was side-eyeing people who talk about smoking weed on 420 the way my nunny side-eyes like Catholics who only go to church on Easter. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I issued a challenge to Twitter. I was like, if this tweet gets 420 likes, I'll eat an edible, have a panic attack and tweet through it. And it got to 420, but at like 1130. And I'm like, this is past the time where I like one edible. I'll be up till five in the morning, like freaking the fuck No, out. no, no. You the people delivered and you have to keep up your end of the bargain. Yeah. You didn't Here's say when you were going to do it. Exactly. I should have. And what I decided is that I don't owe anything to anyone. <laughs> You're like, you're a motherfucking lie. There's a million videos of you eating chicken wings on the internet and various cat shirts. The least you can do is one edible one time. One time. The last time I had an edible, I was like, uh, I didn't, I don't know the dosage. Cause like I've been out of the weed game for so long. Like it used to be like, you would just get a cookie and be like, yeah, there's a lot of weed in it. Like that was <laughs> it. So somebody sent me edibles and there was this chocolate bar and it was cut into 10 pieces. So I'm like, okay, if I just eat one of these pieces, like that's not that much, I guess. Like, this is also partially my fault because my my <laughs> consume weed every day ass was like, that sounds good. You'll be good on that. So the, the chocolate bar was a 500 milligrams. So even that's just why one it's piece is in little 50, pieces. Well, even one piece is like 50 milligrams, which is for somebody with no tolerance. That's a lot of fucking weed. <laughs> so like flash forward. Amateur. Like, I'm like, Literally that's breakfast. <laughs> what are you talking about? Flash forward to like two hours uh, after I'd eaten it, my roommates came home. I'm like lying on the couch, shaking back and forth. I'm like, can you guys hear my heartbeat right now? <laughs> <laughs> See, and like, that's what I act like when I don't smoke weed. That, yes. That's, that smoking weed prevents that from mm. me. Exactly. Same. I'm like super chill when I smoke weed. And then a week after me not smoking weed, I'm just like... I don't know, guys. I probably could kill myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would it be the worst thing to happen? People are um, like, but I had a Mike Tyson gummy the other day, and those things are <laughs> fucking lit. 
People are like, smoking weed makes you lazy. I'm like, yeah, because if I had any motivation, I actually would kill myself. <laughs> so I feel like it's, <laughs> it's really saving my life. It's out here saving lives. See, I got Smoking weed is saving other people's lives because I think about like... <laughs> I think about sometimes when I go out in the world, I'm just like, I will fight everybody right now for anything about anything. I'll beat your grandmother up in a wheelchair. And then I smoke weed. I'm like, girl, that's crazy. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Who even thinks shit like that? I can't even. I don't know what was Blow going down. On. Drink some water, babe. Like, no, weed is helping me save the world by not. Fighting. So, yeah, so if you want to live in a less violent world, cash out Bria. It's going to help us all. God this, save you all. Now this is sounding like vaguely threatening. Like, <laughs> if you want to sleep. Send me send weed your, money or else. I'm going to come to your house and punch your cat in the heart. Like, If you want to sleep safe and sound tonight, you better cash out Bria some weed money. <laughs> it's just me on your ring door, like on your ring light. You're like, you're bang, bang, bang. And it's just me like. <laughs> I'm sober as shit right now. I'm just out there, just raw dog, like just gnashing my teeth, like. <laughs> oh man! Well, you know. Well, speaking of gnashing us. our teeth, uh, we have a Patreon. <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of giving us money to ward off preventable disasters, <laughs> we have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash worst week yet uh you can find bonus episodes over there we're gonna get back on track with them now that <laughs> i'm back from the road it was you know we, we 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 put out a few while i was gone but now we're back now i'm back now we're back and we're we gonna do back. some more independently You're two i was back but now we are back we may or may not be covering the amazon series the power i watched the first few episodes i like it um we we are also going to be talking about cryptids and conspiracies over the summer so it's going to be some fun stuff over there on the patreon uh and if you you could sign up for as little as 250 months we don't really care we just like to see the number go up uh but if if you feel so inclined to sign up giving ten dollars a month pizza the hut pizza the hut that means we say your fucking name so big shout out to chauncey under zap actions downer andrea humphrey the man in the west nandy angelus josh troopin nick adams parentheses alpha male aj from baltimore in next dragula 206 brianne and cia Brainbugs. thank you very much patreon.com slash worst week yet that was, all, that was all in one breath. I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. Look at that lung capacity. I know. It's all the cigarettes I smoke, I think. <laughs> <laughs> My lungs have to work harder. Um. <laughs> they're bootstrapping. Your your lungs are, they're bootstrapping their way to the top. Pick your lungs up by the bronchial tubes. <laughs> Folks, we've got a... <laughs> the tube strap. So I know Andrew almost killed me by accident. Um <laughs> Did he push okay. your into traffic? <laughs> I'm just going to tell this story because it's so like if we're talking about cigarettes and lungs. So Andrew doesn't smoke weed, but I don't smoke cigarettes because I have a tobacco allergy. Mm. But I didn't tell Andrew this. And he was like, I'm in D.C. And we we're hanging out and I'm in his car. And he's just like smoking cigarettes back to back. And I'm like, I'm very allergic. <laughs> okay, here's, he's like, here's, why didn't you say anything? I was like, I wanted you to have a good time. <laughs> in my defense, this is... You did not tell me the same night. Like we were hanging out all night on Friday and I was chief and Sigs. You didn't say shit 
I smoked probably like 15 cigarettes over the course of the night. And then the next time we hung out, you're like, by the way, I'm allergic. And I'm like, did you, did I almost kill you? Like, what, why didn't you say anything? Cause yeah, I was like, you're new in town. I want you to have a good time. And then it's your car. And so <laughs> don't well, worry. I'm just, I'm just coughing and throwing up, but I'm a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing. So, you know, it's good. Well, uh, you know, while we're on the subject of people almost dying, um, <laughs> who are we going to talk about some people who did die? Well, uh, mixed bag, actually. Uh, so this week, I, I leave fucking town for one week. Actually, it was like two and a half. And the fucking country is going somehow even crazier with guns than it had been previously, which like for the United States of America to be doing even wilder shit with guns than we're used to. That's saying something like that's like Superman picking up something that he couldn't pick up. That's like Superman chugging kryptonite. <laughs> like he could do that. What? I thought he couldn't do that. America's just continuously hold my bearing itself about gun violence. It's hold my gunning itself about gun violence and then accidentally blowing its head off and then being like, why would liberals do this? <laughs> <laughs> the liberals want to take our guns away. Yes, and tell us more. On the topic of guns really quickly, I was just thinking about this the other day because I saw this video of um, this school I can't remember where it was, but they were like putting in these little systems where you like pull the walls apart like or something in case of a school wall. shooter. Yeah. But yeah, here's the, the thing, out right? Panic room. <laughs> but like if school shooters are the ones at the school watching this plan, aren't you just kind of like showing them what they're up against <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they could just find a way around it? Because like that is what that is how people work. <laughs> like, I just feel like that's not, I, I, don't, I feel like that's not a foolproof idea. Right. I feel like that should have been, that plan should have been revealed in secret to a very limited number of people. Yeah. Exactly. Like the teacher should know. The students maybe don't need to know as like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, that's a weird thing. Cause it's like, you want to make sure that your kids are prepared and stuff, but I feel like you should handle that shit. Like the Pentagon, like certain things are on a need to know basis. Right. Like, here's the thing is if there was a, if I was a child and there was a, a shooter in my school and my teacher was like, get in this room, you'll be safe. I would get in that fucking room. Yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't be like, uh, excuse me, this was not revealed to me in advance. <laughs> <laughs> So I will not be entering that room. I am going to stay out here. Actually, you know what? My contrarian stubborn ass would be like, you want me to go in that room? Fuck you. I do what I want. Here's what I thing. want is to get shot. <laughs> Here's the thing. It would In your case, it would depend if it was a male or female teacher telling you. Yeah. You don't tell me what to do with the penis. <laughs> not you over there, Mr. Dick's appointment, trying to put me in this room. Uh -uh. I'm very disappointed actually, in you. Actually, Mr. Dick's appointment was my father. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm those, not sad. I'm, just, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Those uh, those fold out panic rooms. My my theory is, is that you're definitely right, Bria, that like any school shooter that like really wanted to kill the people would like be able to get around it. They're not doing that because they care about keeping kids safe. <laughs> They're doing that because they figured out like, oh, we can sell these to suburban schools for like five million dollars and they'll pay it because they just want to be able to like tell their kids uh, the kids parents like oh yeah we have like extra special features to keep your kids safe it's just they're just trying to make money it's it's not it, nobody actually cares about keeping children safe i'm an old-fashioned traditional lady um and i believe in traditional values like and all the kids i believe in guns. 
I believe that everybody should just have fucking metal detectors. Like, honestly, it started off as like some real racist shit. Like, oh, these black kids or these Hispanic kids are coming to school with guns. We got metal detectors. But in all actuality, these white kids are always coming to school with guns Mm -hmm. and they should definitely have metal detectors. Like I went to a pretty liberal, like diverse school in a nice part of town and it was a public school and we had metal detectors and nobody ever got shot the entire time that I was at school. I went to a school that didn't have medical metal detectors. And one of the teachers brought a gun to work in his gym bag. I went to a school that did have metal detectors and one of the teachers in shop class, somebody hit him with a hammer. So I don't know. You know what? Honestly, I've been, I've been hammer detectors too. uh, Hammers are metal. So that would actually, that scans. I've been already in the school though. That's just a school supply. That hammer is coming from inside the the school. (laughs) I've been playing Skyrim and I kill a lot of people in that game and there are no guns. And I just feel like, you know, Men just don't, men just aren't willing to chop someone up with an orcish war axe the way they used to. Teachers need swords. This is what I'm hearing from this. <laughs> Arm your teacher with a sword today. So anyways, uh, <laughs> yes, America's had like a, a new, and this isn't new, but like there's just been a lot of, a lot of it this week for some reason, uh, a relatively newer, uh, different kind of gun violence, which is, um, People making a totally understandable, reasonable, well, just a little mistake, and then getting shot. Uh, so <laughs> this week, there were at least three of these stories that were like very similar details. And if I got shot every time I made a mistake, I'd be a fucking goner long ago. Bruh, I'm telling you. No so, offense, white people literally would not exist if everybody got shot over a little mistake. So, first of all, in Kansas City, a 16-year-old black kid went to pick up his siblings and just had the address wrong, and the homeowner opened up the door and just immediately shot him. Um, He actually got shot in the head and is somehow still alive. He's, I think, in at least stable condition. I don't know if his... I I didn't see what... uh, But, you know, he got shot in the head and, thank God, is maybe going to be okay. Um, But that homeowner is like... They 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 haven't released his name. They don't know if they're going to charge him. It's like, okay, fucking sure. Um, second of all, in Elgin, Texas, two cheerleaders wa- uh, were leaving a grocery store and walked up to a car that they thought was their car. It was just this like they m- just made a mistake. Same make and model type of situation. I've and- literally done that like three four times in my life, and every time it is scary for everyone involved. But I was never shot. And yes, the the guy in the car just started shooting at them. And um, I don't think I don't believe either of them. Uh, one of them had to be like life lighted to the hospital, but I think they're both alive still. Um, and then finally, in upstate New York, a 20 year old woman was uh, driving to her friend's house. She was with three other people and uh, she pulled up a driveway, which was uh, the wrong driveway. And before she even like got all the way to the house, the homeowner, some 84 year old man just started shooting and she actually died. Uh, she, she was killed by this guy who just saw some cars driving up his driveway and just started fucking lighting them up. So that's with, I think this happened within the span of like three days where it's just like, Oh yeah. You know, understandable mistake went to the wrong house, you know, pulled up the wrong driveway and, uh, yeah, you know, 
you just fucking get shot and killed over it. One time I got into the ca- a car that was not my Uber that I thought was my Uber, like is same make and model situation. And like, I like opened up the back door and got in and the, the woman in the driver's seat started screaming and I was like, why are you screaming? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> we like rapidly figured out what happened. But like, if that woman had just been like one second closer to a pop off, she would have shot me in the fucking face. And like, that's just not we can't. That's just not how we could be doing things out here. Yeah. One. First time. of all, old people don't need no fucking guns. No. Like, if you're gonna make it so you have to have like specific evaluations and like you can't drive because that's like a thing. Like when you get like old, at a certain age, like the DMV is like you have to do all these different eye tests and all these things just so you can drive. Why don't we have this for like guns? Because both of these things are deadly in the hands of somebody who's not in their right mind and unfortunately like old as shit. Here's the thing. I actually don't want to know for sure that that the old person that has a gun can definitely see me. If I saw an old person (laughs) with a gun, I would think to myself, okay, this senile motherfucker can't see shit. I'm about to just bob and weave and hopefully I'll be all right. I would just get wires wires in my head crossed and be like, okay, if I don't move, he can't see me. I'm like, wait a minute. That's that's the (laughs) T-Rex. It's not a bear. It's not a bear. I yeah. So knowing knowing that that the person that's a, that is pulling a gun on me can uh, can see the smallest line on the eye chart, that doesn't make me feel better. I'm bigger than the smallest letters on the eye chart. Well, I think one of the people, the guy in Elgin, Texas, that shot the cheerleaders, he was like 24. Like this isn't necessarily a problem just with old people uh, although that's you, you know i think it's more likely in that in that scenario but i think like what we're seeing now is just like kind of the logical conclusion of there's just been a decades long campaign and especially ramped up in the last five years or so of just telling every conservative that the entire world is out to fucking get you. You have to protect yourself. You know, they're coming for you. They're coming for your kids. They're going to make them all gay. And like all this shit that like, because you know, the incentive for places like Fox news has been, we have to make people scared. So they'll keep watching. Um, like, on a long enough timeline, that just means that everybody thinks that the, that a person pulling onto their driveway is there to take them out. Um, and like, there's really like the only solution would be for, for like these conservative news places to be like, Hey, we, you're actually fine. Like nobody's coming for you. You're sick. like, they're literally not going to do that because the people in charge of these like networks are old people who really do feel like that. And that's why they're pumping these narratives out. But like, I feel like stuff like this makes me upset because it really is in the favor of conservative white men to just like do this. And then it's like, Oh, I'm standing my ground. I was protecting myself. Mm -hmm. I was scared. But then you hear the story about, um, I don't know if you know about it. There was this, uh, black guy, and he was at the grocery store or something. And this fucking TikToker prank dude came up to him, was following him for like a minute and a half. And this dude was like, leave me alone. And he wouldn't leave him alone. And so then the guy pulled out a gun and he fucking shot him. Now, the kid is alive, but him and his dad stand by this whole idea of just like, it was just a prank. He wasn't doing anything wrong. But this kid was like coming up to this guy, taking shit out of his gro- like out of his grocery cart, like stuff he had already paid for. I was trying to walk away with it. Just like doing really provocative shit to like fuck with people. And my thing is like, 
they are charging this guy for shooting this uh, 20-year-old, but this 20-year-old was actually following him and, like, actually trying to, like, intimidate him. Antagonizing him. Antagonizing the shit out of this dude for a very long time. And so for us to be like, we're still going to charge that guy, but we're not going to release the information of the man who shot this boy in the head is like, fuck y'all. Fuck you. Wait, there's which which one shot the other one? So the black guy was at the store. He was like buying shit. And then this 20 year old dude who does like TikTok pranks and yeah. was recording him and following him. He was the one that got shot. Okay. Okay. Um, well, uh, yeah, I just, the way you explained it at first, I couldn't, I'm not the best yeah. storyteller. You're, you're, you're okay. There was, a, there was that whole Twitter discourse this week. No one got shot in this story, but there was like a whole Twitter discourse this week about, uh, a, a, a TikTok prankster. Um, you, the more I live in this world, the more I feel like we're all just like fucking speaking in fridge magnets. Like <laughs> these are all real words, but they don't go together in this order. It's just fucking nonsense. But, but like he was like going up to people in Times Square and people were so ready to drag this, this, uh, person, this, this, um, person over the coals who like their reaction to this guy like tapping oh, tapping it. them yeah. on the shoulder and trying to like gotcha them on camera was to like cry and like cower but behind their sister. Everyone's talking about like what a piece of shit this girl was for for uh for crying reacting like, for that way that reaction and it's like that is the least common denominator of bad reactions. Yeah, like, yeah don't I, fucking touch me. I like, don't I, touch I feel me. like that's just a regular rule of society and humanity. If you don't know me, don't touch don't me. Don't fucking touch me. I think I say, excuse me. I saw that, and I don't. I think I just saw this in a tweet. So, like, fuck knows if it's actually true. But I saw that, like, th that girl apparently has like OCD, and she's like extremely touch averse. So, like, she just got like, a, like. Uh, a stranger touching her is like one of the most triggering things that can happen. Yeah, she's also agoraphobic and deaf. So imagine you're in fucking Times Jesus Square. Fucking you're in Times Square. It's busy. Square. There's bodies everywhere. For the first time hear. in your life, right? You can't hear. You're already like uh, freaked the fuck out. And then someone it's comes touching you. Sensory overload. Right, but then like people want to drag drag them over the coals for like reacting this way like that like as if that is the worst possible way way to react to like oh it's just a prank but it's like leave people the fuck alone i have a thing about recording people without their consent i think it's really fucked up i think Same. don't fucking record me you don't fucking know me you don't know what i like you don't know what kind of life i've had what kind of traumas i've had if i'm like trying to escape from something like you don't know if my life is in danger you don't know shit and you're going to come up to me you're going to touch me you're going to invade my personal space you're going to record it you're going to post it and publish it put me in danger like I, I just i just don't understand how we have become a people where that is okay and i personally feel like this is why crazy people feel like they need to like pop off and shoot people because the, people are crazy the reason why i asked you for clarification on who shot hubria is because uh what i was going to say which i this may be an unpopular opinion i feel like it might be a little more popular between the three of us I think it. I think it should be legal to shoot people that are pranking you with a camera. Like, <laughs> I, I actually think that that is like that. that you sh that stand your ground should apply to that as well. Like, yes, right. The ground that I'm standing is the like one by one square foot of space I'm taking up, and mm -hmm. if you try to stand in that space with me, get the fuck out. No, I got know. somebody fired for touching me once. Like, don't touch me because she. 
She did like she didn't even. It was very disrespectful. I'm small. I'm very petite. You've seen me in person. I'm I tiny. Was, I was shocked. I did not. <laughs> I was, Everybody thinks I'm like five ten. I'm, I'm a think, small girl. Like <laughs> I always think hot people are taller than they are, and then I meet them. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're all very bite sized, mm-hmm. and so I'm small. And I was working at um, I was working at this film festival doing events. And there was a lady who was on the catering team there and I'm not working with her. We're working with different companies. And like, instead of saying, excuse me, um, she was behind me. She came from behind me and the same saying like, Oh, excuse me. This bitch thought she could fucking pick me up, put her hands around my waist oh, no. and move me out of the way. What the and so fuck? I was like, that's not fucking okay. So I told my boss and he was like, who is she? So I told her who she was. And I'm not in the, like, I'm not in the place of getting somebody fired, but also like, you don't know me. The, why are you, why are your hands on me? And you like can use your words because then I saw her like 30 minutes later, say, excuse me to somebody when she was trying to get out of the way. So it's just like, don't fucking touch people. Right. Or you can suffer the consequences. But also, apparently, according to most of the people in this, in these news stories, don't drive up anyone's driveway. Don't ring their doorbell. Don't not touch them either. We live in a fear shrouded society. And unfortunately, like, I feel like everybody has not caught on that. Like, a lot of people are living in different, like, variations of realities of fear, um, which is why it is best just to mind your fucking business. And like... It sucks that with, there are people that are out here who are so far gone that like they think that somebody is maliciously trying to get them. But that's because there's all this fucking content about people just out here fucking with people. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a vicious cycle. And like, like, how do you how do you get out of it? You know? Uh, well, I think the sweet embrace of death once it finds us will. <laughs> <laughs> We will personally be free from it eventually. Um, okay, we need to move on. Uh, our, ne- <laughs> our next story. Now, we were talking earlier about how, uh, you know, the people like working for companies like Fox News and whatnot, you know, their their whole business plan is just make everybody scared so they keep watching. So we talked a few weeks ago about how Fox News was involved in a defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems because oh. they, they like named names of who did voter fraud in 2020. And uh, Dominion was like one of the big companies that was like, dude, like you said we fucked with this election on TV. We didn't like fuck you. So they sued him. And then while this came like while this lawsuit was in the discovery phase, uh, a bunch of text messages that were sent between Fox employees were released. And so like when you were saying that the people in charge of these companies uh, actually are believe these things they're saying, they don't. They don't. Like, they talk. There was like text between like uh tucker carlson and other people talking about how much of a fucking idiot trump is and stuff like they don't believe the shit that they're saying at all um but the tv people are not the people in charge i'm not talking about talking with like the ceo and stuff like i I just i don't remember his name like this the people that are in charge of this shit like yes they're they're shitbag conservatives but like they're not they're not they knew the results of the election were real from day one they know that like the graphs that show how much crime there is in a city. Like it's not as bad as they say it is on TV. Like it's nowhere. It's not even as bad as it was 20 years ago, but they're like the entire city of Seattle is burning down. It was like one fucking store or some shit. Like they know all this shit is, uh, you know, at best exaggerated, but most of the time just made up. 
Um, so in this this lawsuit, like <laughs> the actual conversations that they have behind closed doors came out. And so this week, the the suit finally started, and within like a day, they were like, uh, "We're just gonna settle. We we're just gonna settle." <laughs> like they were like, "We don't actually want this fucking heat." Uh, they settled for seven hundred and eighty seven and a half million dollars, and they were like, "We're just gonna give you this money. Like let's let's pretend this never happened." I hope it bankrupts Tucker Carlson and he never wears a stupid fucking bow tie again. I, I hope hate that it. someday, somewhere in my life. Somebody fucks up uh, in their representation of me so badly that they're like, here is three quarters of a billion dollars. Where I hope talk- Tyler Perry buys Fox News <laughs> in like the next 10 years and then it just becomes a second BET. <laughs> I learned recently that BET owns like has part ownership in the Renaissance Hotel chain. Huh. Hmm. That that's weird. That it was. A, that's just a weird <laughs> fact to to well, mean, share it with you all. That makes sense though, because like I'm from DC, and the, there was like the BET offices used to be in DC. There was like a big office, like a big thing. They record all the stuff there, and then there's a Renaissance downtown, which is like a very popular place for very high end escorts to go and service their clients. It's a very nice hotel, and so I could believe like somebody's just like fuck it, I can. I can own this Renaissance hotel and give a dick suck while I own BET. Like, <laughs> I have two goals in life. One is to own the residence hotel, and the other is to get my dick sucked. I thought you were going to say, and the other is to own BET, and I was like, no, you can't own anything involving black people. No. That's not true. BET was definitely owned by a white guy yeah. for like a brick of time. <laughs> well, uh, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. I think currently now, I think it was a black guy that owned it, and then he sold it to a white guy and i think now like i'm not even kidding i think tyler perry is about to buy bet let's oh. fucking go get me Mate- full circle get, baby get medea giving us the news wait that we still <laughs> medea's still 106 in park oh my god replacing tucker carlson <laughs> with medea is what america needs that's how we fix this okay yeah medea america great again Ooh, we can bring back trl too and have them be on it together i love so many letters here like bet trl cnn we got all the letters we got alphabets happening. folks, folks yeah. we have i'm gonna i'm gonna just go out and say we have the best letters we do uh okay moving on this week's <laughs> make america alphabet again <laughs> This week, uh, Senate Republicans are blocking Senate Democrats' attempts to replace Dianne Feinstein on the Judiciary Committee uh, while she recovers from shingles. This Dianne Feinstein is like 94 years old, just will not fucking give up her seat. And because she won't give up her seat, like the Senate Democrats can't do anything. <laughs> so like they, they do have a process, but all they would need would be for some Republicans to sign on. And they're all like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> If you're 94 and you come back from shingles, you must have the fucking antidote because like that's a resilient body. I don't know. I feel like you must be doing like some evil like necromancer bullshit. Like you have like, a blood boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> something's happening. Something's happening and I don't feel good about it. That's You have a blood boy. You have a deal with Nick Cannon and all of his children and they come and spit in your mouth for vitality like i don't even under like like i just don't understand i'm only saying that because like apparently people are doing weird shit with kids these days um i mean not these days they're just people are weird people are doing 
I'm not sure much, but I am sure of one thing, and is that people are doing some weird shit every fucking day. People are always being weird. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but I do feel like if you're 94 years old and you work for the government and you get shingles and you don't die and you don't die and then you're like, I want to go back to work for the government. There is something stronger than God <laughs> keeping you up. <laughs> yeah. But what's fucked up, and, and this Diane Feinstein story, uh, what's fucked up about it is, like, when when like Bernie Sanders was running for president, Republicans were like, this motherfucker is too old. He will die in the white house. Like they, they tried to make it be like that. He was like too old and too frail. They do the same thing with Joe Biden. And then it's like, okay, Democrats now are like, this person is too old and too frail. And the Republicans are like, don't try to strip her of her title. We don't see this happening with anyone else. And it's like, can y'all shut the fuck up? You're so full of shit. Oh, no, they're not actually saying any of that. They're just doing it to fuck with the Democrats. Oh, I know. But, but Nancy Pelosi did come out and say, I don't remember anybody ever asking an old man to retire. Yeah, well, Nancy, you also don't remember where you put your teeth when you took them out. So... As somebody who plays Nancy Pelosi, uh, <laughs> and this is real, um, I do I'm play not, Nancy Pelosi. I'm not Nancy Pelosi, but I do play her on a podcast. <laughs> no, I, I do play her on stage. Um, I actually am like going to go film a thing later regarding that. But um, as somebody who plays Nancy Pelosi, that bitch crazy. Um, <laughs> okay, but nothing also, she says makes sense. <laughs> but also speaking in fridge magnets, because you just literally just you're like, as someone who plays Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> like, that's a, like that's a schmegular degular ass thing to say. I was like, was like, how high am I? What? I was like, do you play? Hi, I'm Bria Badu. You may know me as my role as Nancy Pelosi. Um, <laughs> now we look exactly ever. alike. <laughs> uh i will say when it's you the wear bonnet. the kente cloth uh it's a little different <laughs> no it's like super hilarious because uh, i do when i go on stage i do put on the kente cloth Fuck and i yeah. kneel and shit and i have like a big ass <laughs> afro and like i come into like beyonce music from like the renaissance album it's a it's a great time i've got a gavel okay. but like the fact that you as as a black woman doing that like that would be totally reasonable but then it's like you're like oh i'm actually not doing this as a black woman i'm doing this um as a as a white <laughs> as an 85 year old white lady like <laughs> That's me. I feel bad because I've actually met Nancy Pelosi like twice in my life. <laughs> you need to like pick her pocket for her backup teeth. <laughs> no, the thing is, is she don't wear pockets. Oh, yeah. She's old school. She's old school. Yeah, she's she's not a feminist. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. <laughs> this pantsuit has pockets. <laughs> I think she just sews them on. Like, you know how when you go to, like, fucking <laughs> Charlotte Russe some pocket. shit and they give you the blazers with the sewn on, a little flap, so it looks <laughs> like you have business going on, but there's there's no pocket there. You know what, though? I appreciate that because one thing I hate is a fucking... I, I hate a liar, and I, honestly, I feel like if you're wearing a blazer and and you have real pockets, but you're not doing business, you're the liar. 
I feel like if they want women to do business, they should put real fucking pockets on the blazers. I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough world. The other day I saw a woman wearing cargo pants and I felt stressed about it. And then I was like, whatever, do you? And then I saw her like actually putting something into the cargo pocket and I got such bad secondhand embarrassment. I (laughs) <gasps> Wait a second. Wait, Hold let on. Her, let her cook. What's she got in there? Some snacks? I love pocket pants. And that's why I love cargo pants. They remind me of Kim Possible and also the early 2000s. And like all you need is like a crop top and a big pair of shoes. And you don't need a purse because your pockets are your purse. I don't know. So I have the, <laughs> I have the knee. I, I have the knee equivalent of a cankle. Like, you know how like a cankle is like where your ankle is not distinct from your calf. My knee is not distinct from my thigh. So I think possibly I'm just projecting like some trauma of like, I'm not about to put anything in a a knee height pocket to bulk up the area. Oh my God. (laughs) I just imagine you have like, like, you know, like hot dogs are just like, it's just one, just, just one shape from top to bottom. I don't look in the mirror and call myself Patsy Lumberstubs for nothing. I've no. never heard of somebody having bod knee dysmorphia, but okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> what, the, what other news? He's here all week, everyone. Yeah, uh, I'm never going away again. Psych out. Anyways, moving on <laughs> this week. Uh, while we're walking the halls of power, we're going to take a st- stroll down to the Supreme Court. While who- we're bending our non-distinct knees. <laughs> <laughs> this week, the Supreme Court uh, spent the whole week teasing a ruling on the abortion pill mifeprestone. Uh, they kept saying like, oh, uh, we're going to have a decision. Oh, uh, uh, Texas back later. And so finally, Friday evening, they announced like, oh, we're going to we're going to release it Friday evening, which is usually the time that they put out the worst news. Um, so, you know, that's what I was anticipating. But they actually... Uh, ruled that they will put a hold on the lower court ruling allowing the continued use of mifeprestone for now. Um, they're going to wait until they can get like a hear a full case before they inevitably ban it, um, is my best guess. But just that like they don't want to, I guess they don't want to like do just take it away without having an actual Supreme Court case. So they I don't, don't want to jump the gun, but um, Hey, I have a joke about like in my set about um, not being able to have like abortions or access to abortions. And I literally say, if you are in a place, like if you're in a position where you're forced to have a baby that you don't want to have, uh, drop that little bitch off nine months later at Clarence Thomas's house. And then like him and Brett Kavanaugh can like figure out how to raise these fucking babies. They because, just want like, us to have the babies because the unwanted babies can go to blood boy school. I no, but like, like actually, <laughs> I feel like there is no less safe place for a baby than Brett Kavanaugh's house. Yeah, just cracking him open and drinking him like beers. He's a monster. He's, he'll, he'll shotgun it. He'll crack. He'll <laughs> never mind. Oh, not <laughs> shotgunning, not shotgunning a baby. I like literally beer. just got a flashback to that South Park episode about like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Moving on, uh, our final. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> 
going down to South Park, our final news story. No, I'm just Well, kidding. we are going down south, uh, but not to South Park. This time we're going down to Florida, where this week <sighs> the State Board of Education has decided to expand their Don't Say Gay Bill, uh, or law, excuse me, to cover all students uh, through, through high school. Um, it was just for elementary school students, but they're like, you know what? We can't have the teens learning that gay people exist. So they have expanded the don't say gay bill to include any words that in, that have the letters G a and Y in them. That or L G P T Q I a, you can't say anything anymore. (laughs) And some parents are really gung ho about it. That was was really good. (laughs) There's a conservative parent on like on television being interviewed about this. And he was like, Apparently, if you're a parent and your high school student is being taught or told anything about uh, LGBTQIA history or anything like that, you can legally sue that teacher. And like parents are like, yeah, if I don't want my kid to do that, like then that's like I can do that. I can sue them. It's the law. And I feel like Florida is the last place where you should just be letting stupid people like get away with saying it's the law because like. Florida's a, I just, I feel like one day we should all just get together and decide that Florida is its own country. Um, I think they might be deciding that for us already. (laughs) Just big, like they're talking about build the wall. Yes. Just around Florida. Just let it sink. Here's the thing. I'm pro global warming to get rid of Florida. Just sew it off. Like, it won't take much. It, it won't know, take much. That state will be underwater soon. My therapist has often told me that I have to reframe events uh, <laughs> so that I can be at peace with them. And my positive reframe on global warming is that Florida is going to fucking sink. Hell yeah. You know, it's it's about silver linings, folks. And I say that with my dad living in Florida. But honestly, he made his choice and uh, nobody told him to do that. So. Yeah, uh, it's disheartening, but you know what? <laughs> so is the rest of the stuff we're going to talk about. Actually, you know, I do want to move on here, but I think let's have some fun. There's some there's some fun <laughs> stuff. Oh, is there fun? fun? Stuff. A little bit, kind Ooh. of, maybe. Well, uh, I was so sad when I got here this morning that you're now granting <laughs> me some fun. <laughs> uh, co-hosts can have a little bit of fun as a treat. Yeah, as so, a treat. This week, um, six different cows in different places in Texas have been found dead with their tongues cut out. Wait, is this the fun? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> we do. We do fun a little different here. We talk about mysterious animal murder. Now, 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 now. I have a questions. <laughs> I probably don't have the answers, but. Feel free to ask. I'm just imagining these cow tongues like affixed to a pinwheel that like Diane Feinstein like spins um, like a like she doesn't have a blood boy, but she does have a cow tongue pussy licking pinwheel. OK, first I didn't of all, think that's where you're going with them. First of all, that is not a question. <laughs> is this, is this the, oh, the question is, is this the fun I'm allowed to have? Is, is this my fun? That yes. was the question. Yes. Um. So like, this like is, a medieval, like a, a like cozy tongue pinwheel. Yeah, like a medieval, like a medieval sex toy. Like, you know, like now they have those like little like clit liquor like rose toys, but like Diane Feinstein's like back in my day. Back in you my just day. put dead animal tongues on a pinwheel and spun it against your clit. Look, you're talking shit, but back in her day they used every part of the animal. 
Back in oh. her day, people, <laughs> back in her day, men still had the decency to use an orcish war axe. I don't. <laughs> they still had the decency to die at 32. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You give you give her syphilis in the in the thirties, and then you die. That's people how it works. People just don't die young like they used to. <sighs> yeah, it's all sad now when it happens. Boo hoo! Oh my god. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this is like some crop circle shit. I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but like they said in each of the cases, I think there was like three on one farm and then the other three were like split out in like different parts of the state. So they're just finding these cows like out in the middle of the field. They said there's no tire tracks. There's no footprints like the blades of grass around them aren't matted down and they're just like being found with their tongues cut out and uh, no signs of a struggle. So we will be monitoring the situation. We if won't. In fa- <laughs> I know exactly what the fuck is going on, and I'm already freaked out because I've watched enough television to know that this is how it fucking starts. Um, but I'm not above making a joke saying, I've heard of a serial killer, but not a milk killer. And uh, bow, bow, bow. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am the soundboard now. Last week we didn't have the soundboard. And so I was like, I'm going to have to make all these sounds with my mouth. And now the soundboard is back, but I'm going to do it anyways. Wait, you said you know exactly what the fuck is going on. And yeah, like, for you. I would like more information. It's fucking aliens. Oh, oh. thank God. Thank God. I, that's literally how it always starts. They're like, we're going to like, figure out what the fuck is going on with the cows Wait, like, also a south park bit yes it's literally like a thing with the cows and like the aliens are like accidentally blowing up the cows and shit because they're just like you're the most interesting beings on this planet and we want to know more about you Mo. um i think there was also an x-files episode about this hell yeah there's so, enough evidence in pop culture to let us know that they told us this was going to happen. This is uh, once again becoming the Alex the Jones show of fulfilled. the left. Is that like Alex Jones is always say stuff like, you know, they put it in mu- movies because that's what's really going on. They want to prepare you for it. <laughs> like, fuck, God damn it. Here we are once again. Uh, okay, so we do have some other fun news to talk about. Do you, did the two of you see that guy? There was like a viral ad, the guy that was doing non-woke beer. Oh, yeah. So this mm-hmm. was like a response to the Bud Light uh, turning the beers trans or whatever. Uh, this guy <laughs> this guy put out this like just stupid like little commercial that was like, we're, we're making anti-woke beer, not a single drop of woke in this shit. And then he like described his beer, which uses uh, the same four ingredients that is in every beer in the history of humankind or whatever. Um, so he was uh, making it available for pre-order. With, he said delivery by mid-May, and he got, like, thousands of orders for this beer. And then it came out this week that he can't find any breweries that will make it for him. <laughs> so this guy just took all these orders, and then th- he has never made yet to make a single drop of anti-woke beer or beer of any kind. And now this guy's on the hook for, like... I I didn't see any numbers, but I'm assuming at least hundreds of thousands, probably millions of dollars worth of money or worth of beer that he can't make. Good. Good Good. for everyone involved. I think if you want your $36 woke beer, because that's how much that shit costs, it's $36. And people were like, I'm so fucking racist and bigoted. I'm going to spend even more money that I don't have Mm -hmm. on a beer that's not even here yet. Like. 
I feel like, you know how there's that poem that's like, first they came for the <laughs> artists and I'm not an artist, so I didn't do shit. I feel like the right is like, first they turned the frogs gay, but I am not a frog, so I didn't do shit. Then they turned the beers gay, but I am not a beer, so I didn't do shit. <laughs> um, I just think it's so funny that like people are so gullible. We just never learn as a society of just like, well, some people do, but it's always like, I feel like it's always like survival of the fittest, like Darwinism type shit whenever these things happen, because I am old enough to remember a time where something similar to this happened uh, when I was like 19, 18, 19. There was this metal band and they were super like popular on the scene. There's this little guy who's a singer of this band. He would pop around in different bands. But he was in this band. He's like a like super charismatic, great singer, little red haired drunk fuck. And he was telling people online that if they sent him $1,300, he would send them these custom colored MacBooks. And all these fucking people did it. They sent him this. Now, he does not work for Apple. He's just a drunk front man for a fucking metal band. And he took all their money. And nobody got a MacBook. And so I'm just like. (laughs) <laughs> you know what, Andrew, you're just like these fucking people. Okay, what? people sent you their likes and they didn't even get the you panic never attack did you promised. <laughs> you said Full circle, you thank you. Me, Accountability. If you send me likes, I will send you back a fucking panic attack. And you know what? You're a grifter just like the fucking rest. You yep. are the Alex Jones of the left. I'm angry. You're the anti-woke beer of the edible community. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Let's move on. In other beer news, uh, <laughs> this one isn't has nothing to do with wokeness, but I do really just like this story. Wait, before we go away from woke beer, did either of y'all see that guy that was in the grocery store busting up beer, trying to trying to break up the woke beer, but he was just breaking the, bush the lights. wrong beer? He was breaking the wrong beer. Look, you know, we've all... <laughs> broke the wrong beer. Broke the wrong beer before. That's how you get My shot. thing is, if you have all this money to break all this beer, because you're definitely going to have to pay for it, you could literally just send me money for weed. That's all I'm going to say. Hell yeah. Cash app and bio or tip jar, whatever. You get it. Folks, we've got more <laughs> beer news. Um, <laughs> this this story is really fun. So this week, a, uh, a Belgian customs agency destroyed over 2,000 cans of Miller High Life that was being imported because of the label that said the champagne of beers. Apparently, like, Europe has, like, they take the standards really seriously that it's only champagne if it's from that one region in France or whatever. So they were like, oh, this has the word champagne on it, and it's definitely not champagne. So they just, like, incinerated a couple, like, a pallet of beer or whatever. And, uh, you know, it used, we have freedom of speech in America. You can call anything champagne here. Like you, <laughs> I mean, legally, no, no, but. yeah, actually, you, 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 you can't. A one is the champagne of sauces. Prove me wrong. They, France will fuck around and find out. Um, okay, first but, of all, France. First of all, choose your fighter, and my fighter is Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Um, so what? Over A one for sure. Hey. Whoa, no, hey, like I like you as a person, but that's just wrong. <laughs> okay, but what if you mix them together, though? I have, and it's great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, big time. Big time. Big buy sauce energy in the middle. I see you. Hell yeah. 
Okay, so uh, rest in peace to the champ, uh, the quote unquote the- champagne <laughs> of beers. Um, okay, so we do have one more. They're fun like s- these hops were not grown in the Champagne region <laughs> of France. I do have a question about it though. Were they in glass bottles or cans? Cans. Okay, well then that's why. Because the thing is, like, as much fun to break. Miller High Life tastes different and is classier when it isn't a glass bottle. And I, I feel like. I agree. They showed this thing and they, they like they probably read, oh, the champagne of beers and they bought it and it was like cheap ass cans <laughs> with some girl with a cowboy hat. And they were like, what is this shit? And then like burnt it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if it would have had if, if it would have been in glass bottles, I truly believe probably would have stood a better chance. Are you taking notes, Miller? OK, moving on this week. <laughs> so there's like this big fight about the debt ceiling that I don't I don't care. Uh, but <laughs> in response, like things have been coming out that, like they're talking about the budget for next year. <laughs> and, you know, there's one of the things that has been uh, released is what the military budget is proposed as. And so in that budget, it's like eight hundred and fifty trillion dollars. I don't fucking know. doesn't matter. It's a big amount of money. But one thing that is in the Pentagon's budget request for the next fiscal year is $36 million to investigate Havana syndrome. Now, if, you know, astute listeners will remember that a few weeks ago, uh, we reported on the fact that the intelligence agencies all got together and came to a conclusion. And this is an actual quote here of what they said. There was, quote, no credible evidence that a foreign adversary has a weapon or collection device that is causing the symptoms, end quote. But apparently the Pentagon wants $36 million more to investigate whether or not the symptoms may be psychogenic in nature, which means uh, they want $36 million to figure out if it's all in their heads. Uh, federal governments, they're just like us. I also want $36 million to find out if all the things I think are wrong with me are just in my head. Yes. Uh, this is like one of those men would rather spend $36 million than go to therapy. Yeah, truly. Quite literally. Here's the thing, you know, I, as, as a, you know, somewhat, somewhat, uh, uh, as a leftist. Yes, you are that. As a leftist who takes themselves somewhat seriously, I, you know, as a general rule, would not typically like to work uh, for the government. But in this case, I will say, uh, Pentagon, if you're listening, I will do this for way less than $36 million. Like, I'll do this for like, uh, $36. Like, <laughs> I used to work there. Oh, wait. I was a barista. Uh, I was going to say, Priya, are <laughs> you CIA Starbucks. right now on say, the podcast? All right, are you about to tell us 9-11 was an inside job? <laughs> and, and it was- no, I'm going to tell you that coffee is very popular. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I and went all the way to what? the Pentagon and all I found out was that coffee is popular. <laughs> That's what they paid me to do, man. Just Venti's Grandes and and Dolls. Honestly, Pentagon, go sign up for our Patreon. We'll do this study for you. Like, we got you. Whatever level you want to support at, it's up to you. Um, Patreon.com slash worst we get. Use special code I'm in the CIA for um, (laughs) (laughs) no percent off. Just do it. Yeah. For a 10% markup, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. So, we have 
an election coming up next year. It feels like Ooh. it feels like it's going to be a very long time. It might be the longest year and a half of our lives. Um, but it's going to be like WrestleMania. <laughs> I wish the presidential election was a cage match. Honestly, if the Republican primary was a cage match and I just got to watch them like beat each other with chairs, I would feel good. I That's wish, literally going to happen in 15 years. I wish all the presidents got stone cold stunnered, but I'm glad at least Donald Trump did. I just wish stone cold was the president. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be behind it. I'd rather have him stone cold than the rock. Hey. He's not a racist. He's super cool. He likes beer. He's in shape. He's bald. And he doesn't care about calling you a son of a bitch. I want a president like that. I think I, I, think I want John Cena more. I, am I like a, him. No, John Cena, not not for president. He could come over and hang out. John Cena, come on the pod. But but he can't be the president. <laughs> but also, we're going to fight later about what you just said about The Rock. Like the, our astute listeners uh, don't need to don't need to be subjected to that. <laughs> but like, as a person who has a framed photo of Dwayne Johnson on my workstation. <laughs> His um, legal name. <laughs> we're gonna fight about it. We're gonna fight about it later. I have. I, have well, I I will say I don't actually follow wrestling that much, but I just know that like the Rock's politics are like a little a little wishy washy too much. I think yeah, they are not the best. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. See now, okay, now I'm. He's not like a full blown conservative, but he's like one of those like way too concerned like to be like in the middle, which is like that's still pretty fascist in this country, buddy. Uh, I think any wrestler who's ever made a football movie should be watched about their politics. There should be and a you know who's list. never made a football movie? Fucking Stone Cold Steve. Actually, no. He was racist in the longest yard. Never mind. <laughs> so- yeah. <laughs> I was, <gonna> say- <laughs> I was little- like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. John Hold Cena, on. Uh- has John Cena ever done a football movie? Um, no, but he does that's my president. Theory, so- that's my president. The Rock has been in a few football movies too. Now that I think of it about it, like because there's like Gridiron Gang, and then there's fucking like the Game Plan. I personally feel like that he, is a red flag. He was in that whole TV show about how he was a like where his character was a football player and then became a financial advisor for football players. He's got an AB. Is it ABC or CBS? I- so many I think letters. it's ABC where it's like Young Rock and I feel oh, like yeah. everybody on those shows <laughs> everybody in those shows are like very anti-black because it's like it's always like oh this show came out and then you find out like oh the person who it's about is anti-black um <laughs> do you think the Young Rock and Young Sheldon are friends don't answer that actually um okay no, let's move I think on. the Young Rock would put Young Sheldon in a locker hell yeah no I think Young Rock and Young Sheldon would actually be friends really Yes, Maybe. The Rock is real life friends with Kevin Hart. And so that's probably one of the worst people you'd be friends with. Uh, so <laughs> that's saying something because you're here friends with us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all talk from someone who's friends with us. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Kevin Hart is one of the worst people you can be friends with besides these people I'm actually friends Well, you guys have never like crashed a car with me in it and then went back home with me still in the car and didn't call the cops. How so, do you know what? Kevin Hart? Hard. What? <laughs> that was like a big thing like a few years back. He was in a car accident, like not like Matthew Broderick, who killed two people, but Kevin Hart was in a car accident in uh, a neighborhood in his neighborhood, and he was driving, joyriding with two people who were at his house, and he fucking crashed the car, and like somehow he got out, but the other two people were still in the car, 
and it was like a two-seater car like flipped over and stuff and he left them there on the scene and it just so happens that somebody else like people who were in the neighborhood called 911 to get these people taken care of and they you know there was a car accident cars flipped and then two hours later his wife kevin hart's wife calls the ambulance because she's like i think he was like in a car accident or something like he needs to go to the hospital blah 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 because he went back home after he left these people to die in this car jesus and they sued him okay but also i love that his wife loki was just like i'm gonna snitch on you under the guise of medical attention well, he was literally like in a bad way. He was going to die. Like she had to call an ambulance because, you know, he was in a fucking car accident and a car flipped over. But like he really just left these people to die. And just like he didn't he didn't call the cops. He didn't have her call the pop cops. And then when she called, she just talked about Kevin and like didn't say there were other people in the car and stuff like that. That's fucked up. That's Wait, fucked yeah. up. I'm confused. Um, I remember saying let's move on. But I don't think I actually did the story that I had started telling. We just started talking about which wrestlers would be president. <laughs> That's okay. I actually have to pee really bad. So oh, for fuck's sake, do you? You figure out where you are on the space-time continuum. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, so I think that uh, there was a story I wanted to cover here. We got a little sidetracked. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so, as I said, you know, we have an election coming up. Very exciting stuff. Uh, this week, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has officially entered the race on the Democratic side. Uh, <laughs> now, Deans know much about RFK Jr.? Bobby K., no. What? I don't know much about RFK Jr., but I know enough about the Kennedys to know that they don't have a long shelf life. Um, and so I don't <laughs> want that to be my president. Yeah, you know yeah, what? yeah. I appreciate the Kennedys, though. I said people don't just don't die young like they used to, and you know what? <laughs> he was like, "Hold my beer, I'm running for president." The Kennedys, <laughs> hold my gun, I'm running for president. They're a traditional, they're a traditional family with traditional American values, like dying early. So uh, he is kind of a psychopath. Uh, he, you know, in some places he is i would argue much better than like the rest of the democrats like you know he's not he's like against the war in ukraine he like doesn't like the cia that kind of stuff which that's cool uh but he's also like kind of a conspiracy theory whack job and he's like intensely anti-vax and anti-mask so it's like you know i don't think i don't know when the next pandemic will be but i definitely don't want an anti-vaxxer in office at the time like I feel like it makes total sense that he is a conspiracy nut because like, yeah. we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to jox this podcast with my views, but I will say I completely understand why somebody who is the son of Robert F. Kennedy would be like. The CIA. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely should not be president. No, he's unwell. Um, and other, other people running for president include, uh, well, he hasn't officially announced, but everybody's waiting for Joe Biden to, you know, to, to say for sure, like I'm doing it again, Jack. Um, there was a th- in, in his defense, he thinks he did. He thought he did. <laughs> there was a report this week that apparently Joe Biden has given like significantly less press conferences than like every other president in a couple generations in his first two years. Like the last time somebody gave so few press conferences was uh, Ronald Reagan and before him, Richard Nixon. Uh, he also has yet to do a interview with the New York times or the Washington post, which is something that every president's done going back to FDR. So like, 
I had like this feeling that like Biden really doesn't like talking to us that much, but I didn't realize like how extreme it was that he's just hiding this whole time. And, uh, you know, it makes sense. He can't speak well. Uh, and he might not be all there, you know, him and he's treating his shingles, you know, listen, the neck is an old man on the wrong side of history for like a lot of different things. And like, also he fell off of a fucking bike in front of people. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't talk to you about shit after that. Don't ask me a goddamn thing. The necro, the government's necromancer budget. They can only do so much. Like they can only weekend at Bernie's this man through so many public appearances. Like the blood boys are tired. Okay. Yes. I think Joe Biden, um, has been a better president than the last one we had, but that's kind of being like, oh, you know, there's less garbage on the ground now, but there's still garbage on the ground kind of situation. I think that we are kind of fucked no matter who we get. Um, Being slightly better than Donald Trump is like not the flex Joe Biden thinks it is. (laughs) It's not the flex, but like he, (laughs) like I think it's smartest for him not to say anything because if you just look back at like 20, 30 years of the things that Joe Biden has said and done, like, Anita Hill for fucking instance. Um, mm-hmm. He should probably just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. In fact, I would argue most men should shut the fuck up. Uh, myself included, but <laughs> I'm, in charge. <laughs> I'm, I'm the captain of the ship. So, uh, okay. So we've got one more. Um, oh no. We've got a couple more people who are running for office that we have little stories about. So there is an Ohio Republican who is planning to run for Senate in 2024 to replace Democrat Sherrod Brown. Uh, I did not write down this guy's name, but uh, I'm, Fuck sh- him. I'm sure he will He's win. He's from Ohio. It doesn't matter. I'm sure he will win based on what one of his major policy announcements that he's made so far is, which is he argues that uh, America should do a new form of reparations. Uh, this being reparations for defendants of white soldiers who fought for the Union in the Civil War. This man came out and said, think about it. This doesn't happen everywhere. You know, you had white people fighting to free black slaves. Their descendants of these white people should be given reparations. (laughs) I think he's going to win in a landslide. (laughs) Given the way Ohio has been lately. I don't know. I don't. I don't have. Do you see me Indiana's face right now? Like, where is he so I can stomp him? Because, like, <laughs> first of all, get in line, okay? Um, because the Civil War or happened like slavery had been around for like two hundred something whole ass years, and they still are not trying to give black people reparations. But you think? Because maybe one day one of your ancestors might have been an ally. They should get some money. I think you should get fucked. I think that the reparations that the descendants of those white people have been paid is that it's we're still doing a white supremacy. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, that's... You don't need repair... You, what, you re- what, what are you trying to reparate? The fact that they live in Ohio. <laughs> Make Ohio Florida again. How? No, like it is. Ohio is like... How hot does the planet have to get for Ohio to sink? (laughs) Siri? Never mind. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah. So I don't know. I, like I said, uh, I don't have a good feeling about it, but, uh, you know, just thought it was worth mentioning this. That's one of the crazier things I heard this week. Our final story about people who are, who have their hat in the ring for 2024 is a story about friend of the show, Donald J. Trump, uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I saw this story that, <laughs> Donald Trump was releasing a second round of Trump NFTs and you know, the ship has come and gone for NFTs. Like I saw this and I was like this stupid motherfucker. How is he doing this again? What the fuck? So then like, I just looked into it like, Oh, I wonder, uh, I wonder how much they're, uh, they're selling for or whatever. And I looked and I found that, uh, apparently all 47,000, of this batch of Trump NFTs sold in less than 24 hours, netting him over $4 million. (laughs) So I guess I stand corrected. (laughs) Did you see when he had the trading cards and they were like $100 and they sold out? Yeah, I I didn't see that they sold out. I just remembered hearing about them. But yeah, he did a second round and sold sold out within 24 hours. So I want to call it a grift, but it's not even a grift because like there... Like it's like a tax on stupidity. Yeah, like, like a grift <laughs> implies like some kind of like like a scam or like sleight of hand, but this is just you know what? <laughs> Fuck those people. If they want to buy that shit, great. Yes. Good, exactly. good for them. If that's where you want to put your money, you could be giving it to the OnlyFans girlies, but instead you want to give it to that guy. I don't know. No, what to tell the OnlyFans girlies do not want your we Donald Trump NFT money. I was gonna say you that is not the customer clientele that we want or need. So you go ahead and you spend your money on trading cards of a of a fat man with a tiny dick and have a good time. Yeah. And enjoy yeah. yourself. So I yeah. should make trading cards? Never mind. Let's move on. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not building these doors for you to walk through them. I swear to God. Uh, okay. So uh, before we get to our main, 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 main fuck boy of the week, uh, I just no, want to talk about no, a story. Not the fuck boy of the week. I just want to talk about a story that I saw. Um, I think people are doing too much with pizza. Yes. I, I think that like, Look, there's you don't need to do like pizza's really fucking good. You don't need to like get too crazy with it. Um, you know, just make it good. It shouldn't be that healthy. It should be like greasy. It should be, you know, like it's very simple to make a pizza that is at least pretty fucking good. Um bad pizza is still pretty fucking good. It's like yeah. all right. So I have really I just tell me what's going on cuz I'm getting anxious cuz I'm very I have very strong pizza opinions. So a restaurant in Madrid, Spain, was serving a dish uh, where they 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 flambe the pizza, aka they, oh. they they light the pizza, they pour alcohol on the pizza and light it on fire before serving it. And now I'm sure you may be guessing, listeners, since this is a story that we are talking about on this show uh, this week while serving a flaming pizza. Uh, the restaurant caught on fire and burned to the ground and injured 12 and killed two people. (gasps) This restaurant was 330 feet down the road from a fire station and two people died. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what? Are you, are you, when they flambe this pizza, are you talking about the thing where like the pizza is like inside a little crust bubble in the dome? Yeah. No, no, I don't. 
I don't think so. I think they pour like liquor on top of just like a pizza and light what? on fire. They pour liquor the on table. top of a greasy pizza because they was... lit a greasy liquor pizza on fire. Because there was a video going around of of like pizza inside a crust bubble. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's something else. Also, oh. doing too much with pizza. Yeah. Uh, it, what the fuck are you doing? I don't want a crust bubble. I want crust edges well the crust bubble thing is a big thing in korea like because they that's like a big thing like in korea but it actually is done well and like right well i was gonna say is that what they were doing in madrid because like possibly uh you know the the penalty for cultural theft is that your restaurant burns down fair enough or how about if you've already cooked the food don't don't put it on fire again uh at the table yeah, it caught curtains on fire and then like the entire restaurant was like immediately engulfed in flames and like I said two people died, 12 more were injured and uh yeah, you know, like I've had pizza that was like cost 99 cents and is frozen and you're supposed to bake it and I just put it in the microwave and it oh, was Oh god. Fine. It was fine. It wasn't good, stop. but like, stop. You don't Are you need okay? To be- um, emotionally, physically, no to both. No. Um, <laughs> just calm the fuck down. Just make a fucking pizza. Make it make it good. Offer some interesting toppings. You know what's a good topping on pizza? Capicola. Capicola. That's that spicy. Sound good. Oh, real fucking good. Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like as a true right wing pizza conservative, right? Uh, <laughs> when Pizza Hut pizza was truther. like, we're stuffing the crust. I was like, bitch, you've gone too far. We need to go back to traditional values. Why is there cheese in the crust? Like, <laughs> I and that's where I drew the line. <laughs> and here's the thing: I'm on the other side. I'm a wild, progressive pizza eater, and I think cheese in the crust is great. I think you know, if you don't want cheese in the crust, you don't have to order it that way. No one is. The, they didn't get rid of pan pizza. They didn't get rid of hand tossed. You can have all that, but if you want cheese in the crust, go ahead and have it. I think that fucks up the structural integrity of the pizza. Same thing when they were like, oh, we've got the breadstick pizza. And it's just like, just make a good crust. We don't have to rip the crust off and make it our breadstick. And then now it's a flatbread pizza. It's just like, stop doing all these things. Pizza can be square. It can have various toppings. You can do different themes. I've seen people do like Ethiopian food themed pizza. There's a fucking cheeseburger pizza. Like there's so many different types of pizza. Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, yeah, I know what you're, you're the Ethiopian food pizza thing got your eye, right? Like it's like Tibbs on like pizza, like with like a bear bear sauce. It's like, Ooh. oh my god. But I Jeez. saw th- I saw this week also on the internet, people put the pieces of like a full English breakfast, like of like a like on top of a pizza, like beans the beans and an egg, and so it looked like something you would make and or eat. I would fucking. That is definitely something that. Andrew would. Eat. <laughs> And like make a video about it and get two thousand new like followers. I wonder if if I I'm I'm gonna try and put a whole piece of pizza in my mouth and pull out the crust. All right, uh, let's get to our final story of the week. Uh, oh yeah, so uh, Bria's a pizza conservative. Deanna is a pizza progressive. I am pizza Alex I Jones. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a liberal. I'm a liberal conservative when it comes to okay. pizza. I just feel like there are certain things that we do not need to yeah, do. Yeah, I think you're a I think you're a pizza centrist. <laughs> Which is the worst thing to be. I'm I'm Pizza Alex Jones. I'm like, they're trying to turn the sauce gay. All right, let's move on. Um <laughs> Okay, but hear me out. Sauce is the gayest part of pizza. And I'm here for it, honestly. It is a little sweet. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. I yeah. get my pizza with light cheese and extra sauce. I'm Tomatoes aren't crazy. vegetables, they're actually fruits. 
pizza sauce is definitely the gayest part of pizza. Look, you know, when it's I It's definitely said, the sausage is the gayest part of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Our final story this week, we actually have a three-part miniseries. Uh, you know, we 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 talk a lot on this podcast about uh, the, the most dry, wet, dry man that has ever lived, Elon Musk. And this week, we, there's just so much, so much, so Musk much. So, oh, <laughs> so Musk much. <laughs> this motherfucker is fucking up left and right this week. Musk um, America great again. <laughs> You're making me an Elon husk of myself. Oh. <laughs> you can red button me. No, it's the green button. It's the green button. Oh, green button me. Yeah, that's great. I deserve it. I liked it. I liked it. But I I am a hack, so. All right, so Elon Musk, he he had a, he had a lot of shit going on this week. Uh first of all, he launched uh he did a test launch for one of his new spaceships. It's the one of the rockets that he's working on, the one that's supposed to carry people to the moon and someday even Mars. And uh it fucking blew up, which <laughs> Oh no, my God. Now, luckily, this was not a manned mission, uh, but it did, I think, cost like several billion dollars to make the rockets, a lot of which came from the taxpayers. And uh, yeah, just essentially was just a big firework over Texas. So, right. But, but the re part of the reason why is because like Elon Musk refused to just like move the launch date. Like he was like, we said we were going to do it on this day. And they were like, it's not ready. And he was like, launch it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Elon Musk not listening uh, or not thinking things through all the way. Uh, that'll be a theme of these stories that we're going to be talking about here. Actually. The so. fact that Elon that's Musk why I know he doesn't watch movies though, because like those are the famous last words in every film that I've ever seen. They're just like, I don't think we should do this. We haven't prepared. And he's just like, ah, oh, no, I want to do it. You do what I say. I'm the boss. And then people right. Haven't they, hasn't he seen Titanic when they were like, there's not enough lifeboats. And they were like, we don't need those lifeboats. And then they definitely needed the fucking lifeboats. This is like that, but with space. In space. Or fucking no one... Terminators. One, two, three. Genesis. In space, no one can hear you drown. So our next Elon Musk story. Uh, so there's been like a bit of controversy over the last few months where Elon Musk kept coming out and trying to deny that he was uh, uh, that his father owned an emerald mine. Like he was saying like, oh, no, that's that's not true. And like he has personally said it in interviews, but he, he, he would come out and be like, oh, well, I was just joking. Like, that's not real. I'm a, I'm a self-made man. My my dad wasn't a rich fucking uh, gem miner owner, whatever. So uh, I think it was last week, Elon Musk put out a challenge where he said, I will pay somebody um, one million Dogecoin if you can prove that my father owned an emerald mine. So... <laughs> Wait, Dogecoin that's like point zero zero eight cents. Dogecoin that I lost money from. <laughs> I was going to say possibly, um, did, or not possibly, did he, was he saying one million dollars worth of no, Dogecoin? No, one million Dogecoin. Dogecoin. It's like a, I think it's like a... Uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars. So he's I don't know. like, I don't know. hey, if anyone can find this emerald mine, I got five on it. Like what? I mean, like literally, it right. wouldn't be a lot of money to him, but to an average person, a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. But it's Doge, and like but, Doge I mean, is it, useless. 
And if you it's just a worthless it, coin. Look, if somebody gave me a hundred thousand dollars worth of Dogecoin and I just cash it out and then had a hundred thousand dollars, that's still good. I don't. Like, but if you have like, they're not gonna. They're, they never make. We are missing the entire point of this. Get story. to the point. I'm sorry. You, you can't be telling me these things and then making me so angry. So Elon, you wouldn't like her when she's angry. Look, we got to get this woman some weed. I told you, I'm sober. I'm sorry. Elon essentially offered a reward for anyone who could prove that his father owned an emerald mine. And so, a few days later, in an interview with some magazine. Elon Musk's father was like, I can prove it. Oh! <laughs> Incredible. His dad That's was so like, funny. He got sunned by his own dad. That's so funny. His dad's trying to collect the reward money. Like, it's fucking great. That's uh, definitely something a rich person would do, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We love to see it. Uh, so our final Elon story of this week is... This motherfucker is really fucking up with Twitter. Like, he bought it, and he's just been doing stupid shit with it. So this week, he finally got rid of the legacy blue check marks. You know, people that were had a blue check mark because for whatever reason, they were verified, whether it's their celebrity or journalist, or they just got it somehow. I don't fucking know. He got rid of all those, leaving only the Twitter blue subscribers with the check marks. Pause. Elon Musk was more willing to move the date of the legacy blue check mark removal than he was to move the date of the spaceship launch. And you know, <laughs> all of this is blowing up in his face spectacularly, but go on. Yeah. Well, I think he meant to do it on April 1st, but uh, there was nobody that there was no like simple way to do it. So he had to like, he didn't he didn't like tell any of the people working for him like figure out how to do this until April 1st and then they were like dude we can't just like flip a switch like this this will take some time so he fired all those people that probably could have done it though yeah yeah <laughs> so after you know all these all these people lost their blue check marks Elon decided that well you know we still want the some people to have this check mark to be verified and shit got weird so first of all he added the blue check mark back to some like verified people. Uh, one of them includes Stephen King, who like has been very outspoken, saying like I'm not paying money to for Twitter. Like I generate the money on here for you. Like I'm a famous person and I tweet and people interact. Like I'm one of the selling points of Twitter. And which he's totally fucking right. Uh, and it, not just him, but like celebrities in general, like people like using Twitter because fucking LeBron James might reply to your tweet. He's looking at it or whatever, you know, Joe Biden might like your nudes. You uh, never know. Yes. <laughs> Seth Rogen might follow you on Twitter. Ted Cruz might like, might like your porn on nine 11. Um, that is my flex though. <laughs> Seth Rogen does follow me on Twitter. That's sick. Uh, are you sure it's not just Andrew on like a dummy? account? <laughs> Andrew's paying for Twitter blue just to make me think he's Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. So th the thing is, though, if you click on the little verified on the little blue check mark, it pops up and says this user has a check mark because they are subscribed to Twitter blue, which that in and of itself is false endorsement or a claim of false endorsement or something. I don't know exactly how to say it legally. So um, 
what Elon Musk is essentially doing is lying to his potential customers about who is paying for his service. Like, and we saw it uh, with, with some celebrities and some like, you know, famous people that were like, I didn't fucking pay for this. And now he's saying that I paid for this. So Elon also got into it with drill. Who's like, you know, I didn't know about drill till recently, but I'm like, people always said like, yeah, it's the best poster of all time. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And then I saw some drill tweets. I'm like, Oh no, he is just the best poster of all time. Okay. I get it. Um, so I still don't know what that is. He's just some fucking shit poster, but he's just like literally the best at it. Just fridge magnets. Ah. It's just fridge magnets. You're fine. Like, you know, that tweet that was like, uh, someone help me figure out my monthly budget, like rent a hundred dollars, like gas, $50 candles, $3,600. Someone help me. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just the stupidest shit, but yeah. Anyways, he's like, he's got like a million followers on Twitter. He's just been doing the same shit for a decade. And so Elon added his blue check mark back. And so drill is very anti Elon Musk. So he's been doing this whole, just block everybody with a blue checkmark campaign. And so Elon like added his checkmark back to troll him. But by adding his checkmark back, people that pay for Twitter blue are like bumped to the top of algorithms. So his whole block everybody with a blue checkmark campaign was then getting even more attention. Incredible. <laughs> oh my so God. Elon like removed his checkmark and then drill started talking shit. So Elon added it back and then <laughs> removed it again. Like it went back and forth and then, like, somebody pointed out that, like, what he's doing is, is is technically illegal, like, saying that somebody endorsed their shit whenever they didn't. And then Drill's just like, don't worry, he fired all the people that would tell him it's illegal, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, so saying, so, so I think that Elon Musk, though, is, like, trying to jump through some kind of, like, legal loophole about it because it's illegal to say that, like, someone paid for it if uh uh if if they didn't but like he is saying that he himself paid for it on their behalf he gifted it to them so it's not that twitter as a company reinstated their blue checks it's that elon musk as a person personally gifted them these blue checks and is paying for them so he can be like it's not illegal because they 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 did purchase blue check marks. Just they were someone else purchased them on their behalf. Yeah. And I, I don't know Stupid. exactly how the law works, but if you are <coughs> on like an, if you're on an actor's page and you click on their thing and it says this person has this thing because they bought it, like just that screenshot of that seems like legally like it's dubious, but I, I feel like if a bunch of celebrities wanted to do a, a class action lawsuit against Elon Musk. Like this would be the one time in my life where I'd be like, these fucking millionaires got to go for it. Like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah, no, this would be like the genius, like rich on rich battle. This is mm -hmm. like the around the world in 80 days of the 21st century. Just like <laughs> rich people throwing shit up against the wall, but like <laughs> for a reason. And so I just feel like this whole thing, I'm not the smartest woman in the world and I'll never claim to be. And everything you told me took me a minute to try to be like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, really just like, hold on, what is he doing? And then when I realized, I was like, this is the dumbest shit. Um, you're paying yourself to be petty and fuck with people. And you, it all comes back to just like, honestly, why I mean, aren't any of these people giving me the money? <laughs> I wish I had the money to pay myself to be petty. 
Because I would be so rich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm you would have to be rich. (laughs) If it comes down to millionaires versus a billionaire, I guess I have to side with the millionaires, but like, yeah. Millionaires, they're just little guys. Yeah. Millionaires, they're just like me in that they don't, they also don't want to pay $8 to use a fucking free website. Um, yeah. Millionaires, so. they're just like me in that they're also not billionaires. <laughs> I feel like if he just gave everybody a check for $1,000, not just rich people, not everybody check, on Twitter. Uh, an actual check. It, an the actual check real. Can be the color blue. I'm fine with that. Yeah. If actually, no, I don't trust him. If he would sell everybody a thousand dollars, we would all just be like, "All right, Elon, hit the cash." Elon Musk seems like the kind of motherfucker that would Venmo you a thousand dollars and then call Venmo and be like, "I didn't put in the last four digits of her phone number. I didn't mean to do that shit." No, no, no. He's not that crazy. He'll spend the money. He'll just try to find a long game way to get it back. Um, Like he'll just be like, "I'm having an orgy at my house," and then like make people pay to come in and be like. Now I have your money again. Um, but I feel like if he just just gave everybody some money, we would all just be like, well, fuck that guy. But I'm not going to like rock the boat. My man could just bring back fleets and he would get me back on board. Like that's it's, it doesn't take much, man. Fleets? Fleets. Was, I never used fleets. What's oh, fleets? I got I had it's so Instagram many. stories for Twitter. Yeah. But like you can put boobs on them because it's Twitter. So it was it was a great feature. Um, but like I do that on my boobs on only. regular Twitter. But but it's it's different. But it goes away after 24 hours. Yeah, I posted I posted penis on fleets, dude. Like Are you serious? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. The last night everybody was posting news. That was one of the fun. That was the second funnest night on Twitter. I, I thought you were going to so say glad of your life, and I, 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 I bring you. You what? I'm like, I like, I do stupid shit on Twitter. Like my Twitter is like fucking fucked up foods and shirts that go hard and dogs and friends and like Same. beautiful I black women and rap and like and shirts that, go that hard. like yeah like bitches that are just like posting like shit posts or like black designers who make really awesome like bags and clothes and like Mm -hmm. sex worker mutuals and shit like that. And so whenever people are talking about things, I genuinely do not know what the fuck is going on (laughs) because I have created a bubble of just shit that I like shit that informs me. Um, like I will find out, but it's not like, it's not the first thing on my mind. The first thing on my mind is engaging with people that I want to like watch thrive and encourage and like give a fuck about what they have to say. Like, or like people from YouTube that like I followed over to Twitter, like fucking tasting history with Max Miller. It's never Mm -hmm. like Elon Musk paying attention to like big celebrities or any of that shit because it just, my brain can't handle that. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. So Elon, if you want to fix Twitter, uh, do the opposite of everything you've done so far. Um, yeah, y'all were also- really posting ass on Twitter like that for real. You posted, I'm you posted whole dick for real, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. Was there a tattoo on it? Not on it, but surrounding, like kind of. I can believe that. Yeah, I'll send that you checks out. You so want. it's basically like your head in my DMs. Um, okay, we've got. <laughs> Uh, we've got to wrap this up here, but I actually just have like a bit of good news before we close the show out for the day. Oh, thank God. Uh, yeah, you know, we like to end on a positive note, so I'm very excited to share this with the two of you and with the rest of you listeners. Uh, this week, McDonald's announced that they were going to start offering Big Mac sauce as a packet. You can get less What? Like, I like Mac sauce, but I don't think you need it in a packet. I think like, you ever had just Mac ask sauce for a side of Mac sauce. 
I've, I've put good. mac sauce and like good. you can do the McDouble with mac sauce and mm-hmm. like or you can do McDouble with bacon and mac sauce. I know what I'm doing, honey. Um, oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> I just don't think it needs to be in a packet. I think if it should be in like a cup, like a the sauce, puppy, like the right. barbecue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this actually was I was, it was this was supposed to be a fake out. I thought both of you would be like, ew. So that was a fake out. We do have real good news. Um, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Don't ever ask me to come back again. <laughs> David, David Mori, if you are for some reason have hit the rock bottom in your life that has left you listening to this podcast, please know that this man wants me to be mean to him. <laughs> you took the one good thing Don't and said it was fake. No, Please. no, this, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The story is real. This is happening okay. and I am excited about it. He but just I, told okay. us because he wanted us to get upset and shouted him about how being disgusting. Yeah, that's, that's what I anticipated. And, uh, well, to be fair, I guess I didn't get a chance to hear Deanna's reaction because. Are you out here trying to deep fake fucking like rage from us right now? Is that what that was about? Look, our final, our real good news of the week, our our last story before we wrap up is um <laughs> He's just rage baiting me. Uh me too though. <laughs> what's the news? Fuck. What's the story? <laughs> so we've just got a little a tasty little treat uh from our friend Mike Pillow, uh, who this week <laughs> has taken a major, major L. So in 2021, he put out a bounty of $5 million to anyone who could prove that in 2020, there was no election fraud. Uh, He was like, if I've got this raw data from like the voting machines or whatever, if you can use this and prove, if you can prove there was no voter fraud, I will pay you $5 million. And uh, some fucking guy did it. It was a 63-year-old fucking Trump voter. A Trump voter took this data, combed through it, and figured out, okay, no, I, like, literally proved that there was no election fraud. And then Mike Pillow tried not to pay this guy. The fridge magnets just reorganized themselves. Yeah. So this guy took it to arbitration, and uh, the arbiters determined that Mike Pillow does in fact have to pay this random fucking guy five million dollars absolutely the sad part is that that guy is probably going to use a sizable chunk of that five million dollars to buy donald trump's nfts exactly that's literally what i was (laughs) you win you win some and then you lose even more look he wins we all lose it's win win lose uh what if the man was donald trump (laughs) i could prove it jr um donald trump (laughs) earlier this week was like Ron DeSantis, who you may know as Meatball Ron. Like, <laughs> you're the one who called him Meatball no, Ron. No, no, no. He never called him Meatball Ron. Somebody else said it, and then they tried to say that Donald Trump said it, and he's like, no, I say Ron DeSanctimonious. Um, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he never was. So that's why he's like, who you may know as Meatball it's fucking awesome. Ron this DeSantis is, is going to get his dick pushed in the dirt so hard. This is such a shit show, honestly. <laughs> like, we were talking about the cat mayor in Alaska. Mm-hmm. But, like, if my options are Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or a cat, I'm voting cat. Hell yeah. Gravy, you could be president one day. Um, Bria, How old you. is he, though? <laughs> Gravy is... Gravy is a lady. She is a queen. Thank oh, you. I'm sorry. How old is Gravy? Is Not my... sure. Um, they, okay. They, they didn't know how old she was whenever I got her, and I can't remember how long ago that was. So I think she's like 10 to 14, somewhere in that range. 
So she might outlive both of those candies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gravy's She's built- definitely going to outlive Diane Feinstein. Gravy's a long haul trucker. <laughs> uh, Bria, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun. Really enjoyed Aww. hanging out with you again. Um, tell folks where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Ms. Momo Monko. I like to change my little title every month because like, it's fun and I do little themes. Um, and then you can find me on OnlyFans at Ms. Momo Monko because I got bills to pay. Hell yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Bria Blue Comedy because that's wholesome. I thought you were going to say you can find me on Cash App and then drop your tag. Actually, I think you should. Wait, that last okay. one. Bria Badu comedy is that Instagram? Instagram. Oh, yeah. you said Twitter, and I was like, "Wait, you have two Twitter?" Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're all good. You're all good. See, we got this is it. what happens when you're sober. Um, <laughs> you make and you can definitely and you get follow shot. me on Cash App and Venmo <laughs> at Pay Bria Badu. Hell yeah! Hit hit that tip jar, folks. Deanna, where can people find you? Uh, spontaneously vomiting without warning oh. uh, in your nearest public restroom uh no you can find me on twitter at ddd deanna that's four d's e-a-n-n-a where i post a bunch of stupid shit Hell and yeah. pictures of my dog oh dude that tweet Aww. you had the other day was so funny which um, one the one about the constitution what the fuck did it say oh all men are cremated equal uh, yeah i retweeted <laughs> that one you've been killing it lately on twitter i Deanna's like so funny <laughs> I love y'all. Hell yeah. You can find me at Andrew Hillary US. You can find the show at Worst Week Yet. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash Worst Week Yet. And more important than all that bullshit, (laughs) tune in again next week for more bad news.